Kaizen, The Tragic Reunion, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 11, A Plan and a Confrontation. Hana and Renu were in Hana's office waiting for the rest of the family to join them. Renu's words kept repeating in Hana's head, "Do not resuscitate." "Hana, you're going to burn a hole in the carpet. Please sit down." Renu told Hana, who was pacing to and fro in her office giving Renu a headache. "I'm sorry, Renu. My husband should have been here by now and did they say do not resuscitate? Are you sure you heard that right?" Renu asked Hana about the call again. Renu nodded again, wishing desperately for some help to handle Hana. For a genius scientist, Hana was really bad at managing her emotions. They were spilling out of her heart and making her quite a blubbering mess. Hana, still freaking out about Freya, couldn't believe how quickly Renu had got Freya's information. How was it possible? How was the farmer hiding? Was she responsible for Freya's predicament? Doctor Wright, Lisa came in looking for Hana. Yes, Lisa, my dear. Hana stopped pacing, wondering what had brought this bright young inventor to her office. The um, your husband, he's here downstairs asking for you. Lisa said and walked away. Yes, I'll go get him. Do you mind, Renu? Hana was already halfway out of the door. Renu shook her head, thankfully, for a bit of quiet. She had tried Freya's comms every morning for the last 7 years and no one had answered. Why did that person answer? What did do not resuscitate means? Renu thought back to her last conversation with Freya. It had not gone well. They had argued. She had said things she desperately wished she could take back. Oh Freya, how did we get here? Renu was ashamed of so many things and the things said to Freya and of how she felt. None of it was Freya's fault though, and she had forgotten to say that to her. You're going to love it. Hannah was walking in with a handsome, albeit slightly older man. And you must be Dr. Desh Pandey. Fred smiled and extended his hand to Reno, who shook it with a smile. Strong man, she thought, facing his grip on her hands. Renu please how do you do frederick hana has told me all about you renu sat down on the sofa while fred gaped at hana's office did you steal all the art from the yester centuries love his eyes twinkled with mischief and renu felt a knee pain in her heart that sort of love never does go away no i've kept some in storage too hana laughed and renu saw a glimpse of freya in her laugh father when did you get here Harry had just walked in with a young woman who was possibly the most beautiful woman Renu had ever seen. The kind of beauty that inspires poetry and sonnets. Renu, what a surprise. However, did mother convince you to come out of the fields? Harry let go of the young woman who was now taking a baby out the buggy and hugged Renu. I just got here, son, and Renu, well that's more for your mother to tell us. Fred said, helping the young woman with the buggy. Introductions. Renu this is Lee. Lee this is Dr. Desh Pandey. Harry said introducing the beautiful woman to Renu. Oh you are the scientist Harry rescued from India. Sorry USI. In my time it was still India. Lee shook her head so much to keep track of. And who is this darling? Renu was mesmerized by Alan. She hadn't seen a baby in a long time. 
That would be my nephew, Lee's son, Alan. Harry said, smile fondly at the baby. But you both? Forgive me, I seem to have read something in the situation. Renu shook her head. The pair looked so in love. She mistook the baby to be Harry's. No, you haven't. Lee pulled Lee close Harry and bent his head down to kiss her forehead. Hannah and Fred were talking amongst themselves quietly because the pair kept Renu company. Hannah was making tea. Fred was moving things around to make room for the tea and Harry was getting worked up again. Lee noticed it and touched his shoulder and shook her head. Understanding her, Harry took a deep breath and they both went to sit on the sofa. Hannah was watching the pair and sent a silent thank you to Lee. She had things to work through with her son and for now she wanted to focus on Freya. Harry could wait. So what's happened since we come back, mother? I think it's time to fill us in. Harry decided to broach the subject. I think I should say something first. I had a call from Freya 7 years ago. Fred turned to look at Hannah and Renu. What? You didn't mention this? Hannah began and Fred held up a hand so she could let him continue. I told you I looked her for 7 years. I just didn't give up give you the back story. Freya called me. Out of breath and struggling from USI. She asked for help and I put together a team to go look for her. I went to USI as the coordinates instructed, but there was no one there. It was a dead farm. I was in a farm that was burning, acres and acres of burning, destroyed farm. Fred was looking down at his feet. He felt terrible. He felt shameful that he hadn't been quick enough, guilty of disappointing his daughter and afraid that something terrible had happened to her. Burning? You know I I burnt my house down Renu but Harry was looking at Renu who was panicking her forehead glistening with sweat That was my doing yes but if the whole town was burning then that was the work of the Kotwal forces a quasi government led extremist group of policemen who were hellbent on squashing the farmers revolt I was leading Renu wiped her forehead She had closed the doors on that life the minute she had stepped into the academy. Apologies, Renu. I can see that this is bothering you, but why would they? Fred was interrupted by Renu standing up to go get some water. The government had my family. The only way to fully destroy me and the revolt and the town was to burn everything down. I burnt my home, hoping that it would convince them that I truly left out. But they are savages, sadistic savages. Could ruin everything for power. Renu drank a whole glass of water and sat down on the sofa again. Her breathing was erratic. She was trying really hard not to cry over the loss of her legacy. Freya mattered. That was all. When I couldn't find her I tried Freya's comms again and again. I looked in every country on every timeline I could go to and I came back empty-handed. The one time she asked me for help, the one time she turned to me, Fred couldn't talk anymore. He couldn't stop the tears from flowing and he couldn't find the words to make his wife understand just what he'd been through going from timeline to country and back again, going stir crazy with every dead end. I'm so sorry, Hannah. Fred said and Hannah who had been listening with tears in her eyes shook her head we both failed her love not just you i failed her first and now we have to find our girl 
she turned to renu nodding so renu could continue adding to the list of people who failed freya i think i did the same too i should have been there more and we should have waited for her harry we shouldn't have left i feel like an idiot i'm so sorry i was leaving my home behind and i forgot that freya had made it her home too she was renu was lost in her thoughts renu you were saying lee prompted her sensing that renu wasn't just a mentor to freya there was more that she wasn't telling anyone sorry i have tried freya's comms every morning for the last 7 years left messages and no one has replied i called this morning after our chat and hana i was surprised that someone called back you mean you know where she is fred interrupted renu yes she is alive and at a place known as the hospice for beautiful souls renu said hesitantly knowing the uproar that could follow her next sentence what is this place what is it where is it harry asked he wanted to go and bring his sister home completing the trio of the alonso right triplets ah she she she's in a coma and there she has said that do not resuscitate orders on her case renu said wincing as she saw the expression on fred's face who the fuck fred was standing up in anger and hana pulled him down we are bringing our daughter back freddy fuck the rest hana said in a determined voice